No BS Nutrition waited in line at the food truck, and we're not mad about it. This is a one-hour food fight against diet culture and its fake science messages. Instead, we're passionate about celebrating real wellness. I'm registered dietitian Hannah McGee. And I'm neuroscience PhD student Tarek Youssef, and this is No BS Nutrition. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, listeners. Good afternoon or good night. Maybe you go to bed. Yeah. Don't put us on just to go to bed. That's rude. No, that's like, you know, when they say to read like your school textbooks before you go to bed to help you. Yeah, fall that's not what we are. No, okay. No. Yeah. We want to wake you guys up. It's okay you if awake. you've already listened to the episode once and then our soothing ASMR voices. Yes, we're so soothing. After yeah. that, <laughs> you could go to bed. Um,. Tarek, did you take your vitamin D today? I took my vitamin D today and I made sure to take it with food. Thank you so much. So did I. Okay. If you guys missed it last week, we (laughs) talked about vitamin and mineral supplements and um, other nutrition related supplements. Actually, I think vitamin D crept up into my notes for the podcast today. Oh, no way. It did a little bit. Okay. Vitamin D is becoming the new Roxanne Gay of the podcast. Hey, Roxanne. (laughs) (laughs) um how's your uh how's your week been you know what it's been pretty good um you've had a busy one yeah it's been busy yeah i had a tv segment yesterday yeah. um which is Amazing. always always busy preparing Amazing. for that thank you you look so good thank you and you were wonderful thank on you. it that goes without saying <laughs> um yeah so that was good um i'm kind of glad to have that, that will be my last one for the year so yeah um it's december it's 4th, 2019 right still. now this episode 100 percent is coming out in 2020 Oh, yeah. This episode will be probably like February or March 2020. Time travel. Um, So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a busy week. But, you know, I kind of like yesterday night I was like, today was a pretty good day. And like um, when I woke up yesterday morning before my segment, I was very just high stressed and not in a great mood. Do you know why? It's because you're good at it. And you know, like I need to do A, B and C. To be as good as I want. And I right. know I can do that, but it requires effort. Yeah. because you're good at it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then this morning, I, I I don't know, like when I told myself yesterday, like, oh, today was a good day. I, and then I was had another thought and I was like, tomorrow's going to be a good one too. So I woke up this morning, like already kind of I in a love good that. mood. And yeah, so it's been good so far. What about you? Well, is there something about my outfit that maybe is a little different? Your suspenders? I am wearing I love suspenders. them, but you wear them... Is that the first time? It's not the first time you've worn suspenders. Not the first time I've no, worn suspenders, I've but seen you wear it suspenders. is rare. Okay. It is rare. Yeah. Um, I don't have my belt right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a long story. Um, I, I had a, a really wonderful experience at the end of last week. I got invited um, by my friend, oh, Ellen, yes. friend of the pod. <laughs> hey, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> um, to a gala. Yeah. We had a wonderful time wherein I... It looks like loaned fun. someone a belt. And now you I, loaned I don't have someone your belt? I did, and I really need it back. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Belt. That's one of those things where you like want to be a nice person and, yeah. and do, you know offer up your belt, and then you like instantly regret it's it. It's my only You're belt. Like, I'm never going to get this I do back. wear it every day. Yeah. Anyway, so it's suspenders time because I don't okay. want to be losing my pants. I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. do you need a new belt? Or are you going to get. I like that belt. So you want that one I back. want that one back. Okay, well, I hope you get it back. I don't know if they sell that belt anymore. It's Anyway, this is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's been a busy time of year because it'll be mm-hmm. holidays mm-hmm. for us. Um, and hopefully maybe you'll have some nostalgia listening to all this. But uh, yeah. I, I think our topic today is um, a lot more generalizable to the rest of the year probably for for many years actually um but before that maybe we should get into yeah tell me your your bs of the week (laughs) um okay my bs of the week was something i didn't really know about and then i randomly happened to see a social media post against it so it was like a social media post on our side that was like mine last week remember right exactly factor i was like exactly kind of saying why it's bad and i was like what is that a factor again why isn't it all foods to start with f (sighs) 
That was so... I don't understand. It was poor poor planning. It by, was poor um, planning. By them. <laughs> Fenugreek. Feta cheese. Philo pastry. No, what was that, that a, thing that you told me pH. about? Didn't it start with F? Maybe not. That thing that was like all the nutrition in one... Oh, Soylent. Oh, that's not... Sorry, that doesn't start with that. Anyway, I'm not ready to do a BS of the Week about that yet. No, no, no. <laughs> so the BS of the Week this week is um, appetite suppressant or so-called weight loss candy. Have you oh, seen these? Oh, yes. The Kim Lollipops? Kardashian um, did an ad for you them. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Exactly. Kim Kardashian, I think, would be their biggest They were like uh, the... Promoter. What's the brand? Um, flat tummy. Yeah. Or whatever. I, I tried so hard to think of a way to go about this piece of the week without even mentioning it. Oh, the, sorry. No, but I, <laughs> I think I was I was going to mention it in the next sentence. But it was, okay, okay. I just... So when their name is that, it's already like, come oh, on. like flag. You've broken him hundred rules of diet yeah. culture. Like, yep. Anyway, um, I wrote in my notes, um, made by modern day fascists flat tummy company <laughs> anyway oh advertised by kim k so yes. they say I, i'm not going to talk about it much i want to okay. talk about the scientific part of it because yeah. i don't think they deserve the time of day to like talk about their actual sure. company yeah so they say that the effects of their candy or whatever are due to a compound called satireal okay did i say that How right do you spell or satireal s-a-t-i E R E A L. So it sounds like oh. it's, it sounds like satiety, right? It sounds right, like right, right. So it's like this fake name that they gave some compound that they say is like a natural compound. It's like a okay. Uh, uh, is this bad of me? I don't even care about the compound, right? Uh, let Let's talk about. So they make this like very short one sentence scientific claim. It's like this natural compound that helps you feel full. Sure. Anyway, that's so problematic. But let's just oh, keep absolutely. going with that yep. claim. Um. So what happens when we actually look at the science? So very, very short Google search of the compound name will lead you to a scientific publication. Wow. So I'm like, okay, interesting. Here's something we can pick apart, something yep. we can unpack. <clears throat> so when you look at the paper, you know, it's, uh, it's these people in France. Okay. It's a, okay. I'm not going to call them scientists. These people in France. Oh, Okay apparently ran a randomized placebo control trial. Okay, what do you mean these people? Well, like like just basically this these companies. Oh, okay. Yeah, in France. Okay. Ran a randomized placebo control trial of what they call what they called mildly overweight healthy women. Okay? So they had a randomly randomized placebo control trial, which means they had a bunch of people come in some of them got placebo. Some of them got okay. satirial. Yep. Okay. So this was published in 2010. So a while back. So what you don't know until you get to the bottom of the article, once you go past their <clears throat> poorly written article, <laughs> um, is that they thank a company called InnoReal Limited, this co another company in France, that supplied the satirial extract. Okay. Which is like the biggest conflict of interest Absolutely. i've ever seen yeah. they don't even reference usually you have to write that in as a separate conflict of interest section exactly but this yeah. sorry trash journal that they sent it to had it under an acknowledgement that's not an acknowledgement that's a conflict of interest absolutely they unless they were they paid out of pocket for this compound and tested it as a as a right and um sorry an objective third yep. party that's a con a conflict of interest yep. okay so they also, what, why I said these people earlier is because they're not from an academic institution. Not that we should put academic institutions right. on a pedestal, but they're not from an academic institution. One of the authors works at a company called Biomedical and Global Clinical Solutions. Okay. Okay. And then the two other authors work at a company uh, called Nutraveris. Okay. <laughs> that sounds... Okay. Very, very easy Google search, people. Sometimes it's easy to fight the claim. Yeah. Really, sometimes yeah. it's so easy. First hit on Google, Nutraveris. I go to their website. Their own website. I barely scroll, okay? My finger might have flicked yep. the scroll. Basically, it looks like they lobby for health nutrition standards, like national regulations. So, and word for word, this is from their website, from the homepage. 
they help people quote design and market their nutrition and health products. <sighs> okay, that's right on their main page. That's their job. It's like we help you scam people. Literally, <laughs> and then they wrote the article yeah. about this Jesus. compound. So if that isn't a red flag, I've, then I've never seen right. the color red because yeah. come on. So we don't get into need to get into the specifics of the paper. I don't think because believe me, we don't. But no doubt the results are whatever crap results. Which even to like they look pitiful to my eye. Right. They're not even significant. Right. They looked at weight loss, and I don't even want to. That's a whole other problematic mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But they looked at weight loss, and their results were meaningless to me and i don't think i need to say anything more than there were under 70 people in the trial and about 30 in each group you think that's enough to find a a clinical effect in a group of people from some quote natural compound that was supplied by the manufacturer and that who and the people who ran the Mm -hmm. article were like media people (laughs) you know what i mean like marketers yeah yeah so I didn't even know this existed really until recently. You know, just fuck appetite suppressants. Like, the whole reason you have an appetite is so that you can fuel your body with food. Eat like, something nutritious and something you enjoy. It's literally a biological response to yeah. needing energy. So why we want to suppress that is so, like, fucked up. And they're, like, more than a dollar each, these lollipops. Like, the price oh point. And I God. think that's U.S. dollars. So I, I'm not even going to talk about what it, that it's would convert Canadian. to Canadian yeah. dollars. It's unbelievable that that's people crazy. would, you know, waste their money on this. Yeah. I mean, sorry, it's not unbelievable that people would waste their money on this because we're all, like, oppressed by diet culture. But it's unbelievable that somebody would, like, target vulnerable people with this product. Yeah. I hate that. And then to get... Like and then I don't want to get into it, but it's a whole other issue. Like that celebrities and things I like know. that sign on to promote it. I know. It's just like Kim Kardashian I mean, so all hot about and the cold. Money, remember but... she was she was going to be a lawyer for a bit. I know. Do you remember that whole yes, thing? I was like, yes. oh, cool. Kim Is she Kardashian? not now? I don't know. I Did like she write, still working? She passed the bar. I don't think she's done that. And <laughs> I don't know. And then she's doing appetite suppressants. On the other hand, it's like just she's paying for law school. She's got to pay for law school. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that's my BS of the week. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted talking about that. Yeah, that. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, That's definitely BS. Those appetite suppressants. Yeah, Um, and the companies that sell them too. I know. I didn't know. Okay, we we won't talk about them that much, but. They're That's actually okay. available in grocery stores here. What? Like the teas. In, uh, in our hometown? Yes, I've seen them before. And what I did, I took a, I sent it to my friends. I took a Snapchat of me like pushing all the boxes to the back of the shelf and like putting regular tea in front of the them. The next one's like ice cream meme. Like you open it up and lick it or whatever. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that's um, funny. We don't do that, by the way. No, don't no, sue no. us. <laughs> um, okay. So... Let's get into our topic. Let's get into it. For so, this episode. Yeah, our topic today, as you'll know by the title of the episode probably, is um, we're going to take a look into Canada's food guide. And I, I think a lot of what we're going to say is probably going to apply to many different food guides because yeah. uh, a lot of them are probably created in similar ways yep. and, and also um, uh, used in similar ways in many countries. The different suggestions might be different, um, you know, because science or academia has a different lens or a different bias wherever you go the recommendations can change but um yeah maybe in the future we'll do some episodes about uh some other international ones yeah Yeah, yeah. that would be cool um i know i know like um for the longest time i don't know if it's still true like for example the japanese food guide has like three times as many suggested servings of like fruits and vegetables as uh, more than any other really like food guide interesting yeah so uh, what <clears throat> inspired this topic for me is I actually went to a little uh, seminar that was held locally about Canada's Food Guide. I thought it would be interesting to get the perspective of some professionals, mm. dietitians uh, who were there, um, who would talk about Canada's Food Guide and how it might mm-hmm. help somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So. I went to this thing, and unfortunately, like, the first thing that happened is, like, diet culture attacked. Some Someone said, and I actually, this was, 
Well, maybe I'll just say this was a health professional who said this, not the dietitian who Honestly, was giving the okay. talk, but Even a health if professional. It was. And they <laughs> said, surprising. Uh, you know, as people were, were filtering into the room, they said, grab a cookie on your way in because after you hear, hear about nutrition, you might not want one. Uh. <laughs> and this person had like said the joke once, and I guess like people didn't really yeah. hear. So they like three minutes later said tried the joke again. again so that they could get the laugh. So I was like, okay, like, all right. It's so like. Why? That's like not why we're here. I know, but it's just like why can't nutrition and cookies yeah, yeah. together? Exactly. Why can't? And also, uh, like the room is—if you just take a second to think about it for a second—the <clears throat> room is probably going to be filled with some people who are coming here because they're like seeking help about nutrition. Yeah, they're and they don't need to be knocked down. No, though. absolutely. There were like some people who asked some questions. It was very obvious. Like this is a very vulnerable. Some in one case like a young person it kind of like it made my heart hurt sometimes hearing some of the questions yeah because i was like oh like who who told you you can't eat an avocado just because it has fat you know what i mean like Jesus. like my heart i just like wanted to go up to these people and be like let's like uh, can we let's be friends yeah. like i also struggle like let's yeah. you know yeah. anyway um there there were some tough questions asked i would say even like tough like food science questions asked mm. that i i don't know if the dietitian didn't necessarily like want to get into the nitty-gritty of things, but I felt like there were some blanket statements given okay. to give some answers. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I hope, like, if people have questions after this pod, like, we can come at them with, like, really good, yeah. solid answers. Yeah. So please send in your questions. Actually, we have an email that we haven't plugged. Oh, um, yeah. Send us recommendations and questions and things like that to our email. We'll put it in um, the description box, but yeah. what is it here? NBSNpod at gmail.com. Perfect. Yeah, send us some emails. Yeah. Um, yeah, and hopefully we can answer your questions to the fullest degree. So, and maybe it was like the setting was like kind of informal, so they didn't want to get into that anyway. But so I was suffice to say I was like happy with some things that also felt yeah. like there were some things that could have been better about the session. But I think that's very fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely like brought out the diet culture in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talking about the food guide, which I thought was really interesting. It is interesting. Um, so maybe before we dive into the current food guide we can get into a little bit of history yeah let's let's kind of go back to the history of the food guide and i thought this was quite interesting and this is actually available at the food guide all this information that i got is from the food guide website which is canada.ca slash food guide yeah the health canada website exactly so the first guide came out in 42 like world war ii era Uh, and it was called canada's official food rules (laughs) and it's interesting because it, it gives it gave me perspective on like how a food guide is shaped by the times. Oh, yeah. Which I think the current food guide is definitely shaped by the I times. I agree, yeah. So this one, the the first official, Canada's official food rules, was intended to be a nutrition guide kind of for for people during the war era to maximize their nutrition mm-hmm. when there was, like, a lot of food rationing yep. and a lot of poverty. So, like, here's some rules, like, try your best to follow these, and you'll be on your way to, like, living healthy. And that really was the push, is, like, they wanted people... It was written on it, like, to be healthy. It was nice. very short, very, very small. Yeah. It had six food groups, which is a bit different from yeah. now. Um, milk, fruit, vegetables, cereals and breads, meat, fish, etc., and eggs was its own food group. Oh, interesting. And they gave suggestions about the amount of food. And because there was a lack of availability of certain foods, like milk, for example, mm-hmm. it was hard to get milk. The food rules were actually set at, like, the serving su- suggestions were set at 70% of what they wanted you to have. So they're like, if you can at least get 70%, that's good. And then eat more if you can. If you can. So that was written on it as well. Right. Um, And these lesson plans, it was like really widely spread. There were lesson plans in school, radio spots, articles in magazines, blah, blah. And they even mentioned um, vitamin D. Okay. So they they say at the very end, some source of vitamin D, such as fish liver oils, is essential for children and may be advisable for adults. Which I thought that was interesting because, as we know, we really want to push vitamin D for older people. Yeah, generally, right? I yeah. mean, it's important for children. But I think, I uh, yeah, I don't know much about pediatric nutrition, so right. I can't really speak to that. But I do feel like there is a re- there is a recommendation around that as well. So yeah. I thought that was really interesting that so this food guide that came out in the forties didn't really mention vitamin D being important for older people. So I did a very, very brief Google search and, you know, slaughter me in the DMs if I'm wrong, but I believe vitamin D didn't get linked to osteoporosis until the 60s oh, interesting. when that science came I out. See. Okay. So I, I thought that was very interesting. That yeah. really shows you like how the times affect 
mm-hmm. the current mm-hmm. uh, regulations around this kind of thing. <clears throat> and I thought it was cool. So currently the food guide, which we'll get into in a bit, it has an image of a plate on it. Um, and the image of the plate didn't show up until 1977. So like yeah. almost 30 years later. And then it disappeared again by 92 where we started getting that rainbow. Canada has that rainbow. Yeah. If you're a Canadian kid, you remember that, that rainbow. rainbow. <laughs> okay. You remember that rainbow. Um, the 2007 one, I think is the one we grew up with in mm. our generation. Yeah. Um, anyway, so there's lots of big differences that, you know, maybe we can start getting into. Yeah. Um, so I think, so you said it started out with six food groups. That's right. And then I think I had noted that it went down to four okay. in 1977. Mm. Um, and then we had four food groups up until 2019. Right, like exactly. Was the four food groups. So that was kind of like, that's kind of like the first big change from, um, I guess, really like uh, since the food guide was um, invented Absolutely. until 2019 um, was that there were food groups. And now um, they've kind of taken that away. So the four food groups... Um, oh my God, <laughs> meat and alternatives, which is gone now, um, dairy and, or milk and alternatives, which is um, also kind of gone now. Yeah. It's, They've yeah, kind of been sure. merged yeah. together. Yeah. And then, um, grain products and then your fruits and vegetables were one. So yeah, it's, that's the first big change. Um, maybe what, um, what I'll do is kind of talk about what the 29th, 2019 guide says now and then i can kind of compare it to the last one that sounds great 2007 one so the first like page of the food guide essentially says like right up top at least on yeah it does say that on that i was gonna say at least online but on that one it does too um eat a variety of healthy foods every day um which is like a pretty broad statement and like (laughs) healthy like I guess, like, then when you look at the image of the plate that it is now, you can see what those so-called healthy foods are. But, like, sure. just that statement is a little bit vague because it's like, well, what is a healthy food? And, I mean, looking at it, to me, it looks like unprocessed... Whole foods. Whole foods yeah, is like what it looks lots like. lots of produce, you know, grain products, um, like rices and, and breads and... Um, what else is on there? There's like quinoa on there. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're, you're like, um, whether it's meat or beans and legumes, tofu. So things like that. Things that are very minimally processed foods. That's Absolutely. kind of what they're considering healthy. And I would, I would agree with that, yeah. you know, for the most part, um, minimally processed. If foods you're are, eating for nutrition. Yeah. 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 Um, and then it kind of breaks it down into a few more little pointers, which are on, they're kind of surrounding the plate, um, on the food guide. So, um, have plenty of vegetables and fruits. Um, again, a bit of a vague term, but yeah. also. They're really avoiding servings. They're avoiding numbers. Yeah. And I have and that. I, yeah. I was hard pressed. So the physical copy is just a one page, double sided, yes. very, very, very pared down food guide yeah and even on the website which has a lot more information yeah. i was hard pressed to find serving suggestions yeah they they kind of they stepped away from yeah. that a lot i do um, think they mentioned three meals somewhere. okay yeah uh, or at least maybe it. that was like the dietitian who was yeah who was giving us right. the talk okay. that i went to but definitely no serving samples at least yeah. on the food guide itself yeah yeah which is we'll talk about it it's kind of interesting um the next little pointer is eat protein foods um so that's kind of the, it's a quarter of that plate um, that we see on the food guide is protein foods. And that includes, um, like we said, um, meat and fish and poultry, but also tofu and dairy is, you know, there's a yeah. image of yogurt in the protein foods. Absolutely. Um, and then nuts and seeds are in there and beans and things like that. Um, so those are all protein foods. And then the next one is choose whole grain foods. So then that's another quarter of your plate. Um which, again, like I already said, is, um, you know, like grains and um, I don't know what's on there. The grains. Rice, quinoa, bread, pasta. pasta. Couscous? I don't know. I can't see yeah. what that is. Um, yeah. So choose whole grain foods. 
Um, and then make water your drink of choice. That's right. kind of a new one. They, you, they this did, is a big difference. It's a big one. Because um, juice was one of the recommendations in the as last a fruit food serving. guide. Yeah, it yeah. said. I mean, there, I think they had a recommendation about um, limiting it to mm-hmm. I think 125 mils a day, right? Which is half a cup um, of juice. But now it's totally that's gone. Um, and then when you flip over to the next side of the food guide, um, there's just some some tips about. Things other than like the foods that you eat, which I really like. Agree. I really, really like Me it. Too. So at the top it says healthy eating is more than the foods you eat. And I talk about this a lot, like Absolutely. on social media and stuff that, you know, being well and being healthy is so much more than, you know, just the food that you put on your plate. So the little pointers there are be mindful of your eating habits. Um, so kind of incorporating mindful eating, which I agree with. Um, cook more often. Again, a good one. Um, you know, trying to, you know, steer people away from um, prepared foods mm-hmm. or like, you know, restaurant foods and fast food and things like that. Um, enjoy your food. Um, I like that. You know, it just eating foods that you enjoy. That's, you know, that's totally I like that they put that there, yeah. um, you know, as as a way to, you know, be healthy um, and then eat meal, meals with others, which again, um I don't know. I really like all of those. Me too. Um, that's a, those are a lot of, yeah, the principles that I talk about um, as a dietitian. And um, yeah, it, it's, you have to instill like healthy practices as well, not just healthy foods, yeah. so-called healthy yeah, foods. Yeah, exactly. So I guess just to touch on some of the differences maybe of those things that we just talked about. So on the front of the food guide, Um, having plenty of fruits and vegetables. So like we said, we're kind of steering away from serving sizes because before there was like this table and it would be like based on your age. Yeah. It was a lot of math. Yeah. Yeah. How many servings of this you should have and how many servings of this you should have or each food group. And, you know, that was probably, I mean, I feel like most people aren't going to follow that. Like it's really, you're not going to sit down and be like, all right, today I'm going to have this vegetable and this vegetable and this fruit and this vegetable. So that totals this. Okay, I need two more. Also, like, if no you're like that. too full or not full enough, are you just going to like restrict or binge? You know what I right? mean? Right, like, exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't really... that Having those recommended servings, it doesn't really... It yeah. won't work for everybody. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work for everybody. Some people might be eating less than they feel they need and some people might be having to eat more in order to meet those numbers and it, so that doesn't really encourage you know intuitive mindful eating right. um you know when you're like oh i haven't had my servings of whole grains today i need to get another one yeah but you're already like stuffed to the brim right um so i kind of like that they steered away kind of from those recommendations but it is still a little bit vague i don't know it is vague the yeah. whole thing is kind of vague because there's very very little information on the physical one you really do have to go online and And read read. so much more exactly um and then just to touch on so the protein foods excuse me um so like we said they took out the food groups and they they grouped um like milk and alternatives or dairy products things like that into protein foods which i kind of like because not everyone eats Sure. Like dairy products or milk and alternatives, certain cultures and things like that, you know, don't drink milk. And there was a lot of recommendations around drinking milk and things like that. Yeah. I actually, if you, I I have a little bit to go off about that as well. Because I thought that was really, that's a huge change, I think, for the food. Because not only is, is, uh, our protein foods now have some plant-based recommendations like more yes. than they used yes. to actually the number of plant-based proteins they're outnumber the the number yeah. of uh animal derived proteins i think there is i don't know if it's right on the food guide or if it's just online um but it says like eat more eat or choose protein foods that come from plants more often right yeah. that and that's huge because it, it really gives us some insight into what health canada um is maybe fighting against uh, in the country with respect to lobbying, and yeah. and and a huge part of that is also the fact that milk isn't like I don't. There's not even milk on the image of the. Food. I think there's yogurt in, yeah, there's in yogurt a little cup the protein in, foods. on the yeah. image of the the group of proteins. So it, it doesn't really take long to you know on a 
on Google to confirm that dairy farmers indeed are like really upset about oh, this yes. in Canada. Yeah. So it, there's an article from the Walrus called "Who Really Decides What Goes into Canada's Food Guide," and it, it was written really nicely. I got some insight into into how the lobbying's involved and how these decisions get made. So when Canada was developing its most recent one, so this 2019 version of the food guide, their website had a, a statement on it and it said, we will not, in bold, be meeting with representatives yeah. from the food and beverage industry. Uh, we must ensure that the development of dietary guidance is free from conflict of interest. So I thought mm -hmm. that was an interesting thing. Yeah, because it wasn't always. No, and yeah. and unfortunately, like, this still happened like they still got lobbied right well uh, during the development of this one they had to kind of leave some like they they couldn't just be closed off to the public like a, right like i don't know because exactly. it was like a bunch of academics that be... were involved yeah in the creation but the, i guess they still listen to outside voices yeah like they still people were still allowed to kind of share their opinions and their and a ideas. lot of those opinions especially from the business end um, were were voiced, right? And there was yeah. a confidential memo that was apparently picked up by the Globe and Mail that was sent to Health Canada that said, changes to the way in which foods are represented in the National Food Guide, and I think they mean literally like this image of the plate on the front of the right. food guide, for example, will have a significant influence on consumer demand for food. So these representatives from the meat industry and the dairy industry were worried about this shift towards yeah. plant-based sources of protein and of course well the current food guide has kind of battled against that yeah because yeah. there's more plant-based options being pushed now um uh, apparently in the 2007 version i thought this was interesting the article mentioned that health canada wanted to include the words which still aren't included choose local as a suggestion oh. but lobbyists forced them away from doing wow. this um, including forcing them from removing fruit juice as a serving option. And now it is gone. Now right. water is suggested yeah. as the, the, the main choice uh, or the main choice for a drink. Interesting. Um, I read something um, as well when I was doing my research and it said that the two, and this kind of goes along with what you're saying, the 2007 food guide had a 12 member food guide advisory committee and 25% of the people on the committee. So I guess four, um, people on the committee were employed by corporations that would be directly affected by the food guide recommendations. Interesting. So I, like, so I don't think that was the case for the 2019 No, one. no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. 20, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think how, how I wonder what happened that they were able to get so much more autonomy. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know how or, but there was a ton of pressure just from like, yeah, Canadians, like yeah. people were, you know, people maybe i i've experienced this a little more as a dietitian but um people also think that dietitians are like heavily influenced by you know the meat and dairy industry sure. and things like that so yeah. um and and the same with health canada that you know a lot of people and and health canada in this sense was but yeah i think they had a lot of pressure people are a lot of people are angry about you know that that you know a quarter of the people on that committee were yeah. from certain industries that no, I'm um, glad that that's seemingly changed because it does seem like this is a lot more of an objective I I agree the only I th I say that mostly because it seems like they really it's like self-directed you know what I mean like they are doing that kind of like gentle nutrition thing yeah it it's of like here's some guidelines make some choices that we would consider to be healthy but like you kind of have to figure it out for yourself yeah i think that there's like obviously pros and cons of it but it does kind of allow people a little more room to kind of start where they can yeah and and work their way up whereas like the the 2007 food guide was very like number heavy and you yeah i don't know it would kind of make you feel like you were failing if you couldn't meet all of the um, yeah. You know, you couldn't meet all of those um, recommended servings or you couldn't, you know, you didn't eat the portion sizes that were recommended because that's right. also something that isn't on the food guide now. Not only were there recommended number of servings in the 2007 one, but there was like then a whole page about the four different food groups and what one serving of that looked like. Yeah. So it would be like one serving of grains is a cup of cereal or something like that or 
the the talk that I went to, they actually included um, a huge page on on portions, which I thought that was interesting because the oh, food the guide handy, does know. The handy food guide. Yeah, the food yeah. guide doesn't make that kind no, of push towards. It doesn't, yeah. and I kind of. Again, I kind of like that. I, yeah, I agree. One, yeah. I think in the 2007 guide, the portion recommendations were so confusing. Even as a dietitian, like having to explain that if if someone were to ask about the food guide, they, like there was numbers in like cups, and then there was ounces, and then there was milliliters, and it was like having to like decipher that, and yeah. you know, like the fruits and vegetables were in cup sizes but then the um meat and alternatives were in ounces or grams and it was just like having to kind of like navigate that as someone just reading the food guide is really confusing it it is yeah definitely is and 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 even putting it into practice like just kind of of being like hmm is this a 75 grams of whatever or that would deter me for sure yeah and it did like with the old food i was like i'm not doing all this yeah and as a like professional it, it deterred me from using it too right. because it was like people you know i don't want to have to try to explain this no of course you know, i'd rather give them something a little more practical or um, easy to understand absolutely yeah okay I, I thought maybe something that was interesting is that the, at the at the bottom of the reverse yeah of the the food guide they have uh three other little mm-hmm. suggestions so they say to use food labels yep. so read about what you're eating basically yeah limit foods high in sodium sugars or saturated fat yep. which is basically what we would consider to be processed food yeah. not all processed foods are bad but like what yeah. you generally think yeah. of when you think of a processed food yeah and they also say to be aware of food marketing and when you go on their website all of the different uh, facets of the very simple pared down physical food guide you can actually find more information about. yes and when you click on the page about being aware of food marketing it does address things like being aware of social media posts mm-hmm. being aware of you know whether they're sponsored being aware of the gender that these things are being marketed to which yeah. like always boggles my mind by the way that you can buy like a granola bar for men and a granola bar for yeah. women i'm like okay um, and it asks you to question why you're buying something. And it even specifically says like, are you buying it because it's cool <laughs> or are you buying it because it's healthy? Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, I really like that as well. Um, and definitely a sign of the times that they're including social media as a part of yeah. understanding how to eat in a healthy yeah. way. And I know that there was also a lot of pressure to, um, to include that, um, for kids who would be learning about the food guide too, because there's a not, I mean, yeah, in recent years, um, like probably since the 2007 food guide, there's been a lot of marketing to kids, um, yeah, uh, with like sugary cereals or drinks and things like that, that, you know, aren't necessarily, yeah, just not what kids should be consuming regularly. Um, yeah, like, um, pop or you know lots of we've lost our coca-cola sponsorship by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah and all the cereals that are high in sugar and really not much else yeah. like um i i believe you know that there is there can be a place for those yeah. in, the, in your diet but it shouldn't be so heavily marketed to kids like on right. their cartoon channels there'd be like all these commercials for cereal and I can't think of anything other or than it's even right now, more but... subtle now, like within the TV shows themselves. Yeah, exactly. That's how those TV shows are making money. Exactly. If they're not having commercials, yeah. they're like choosing yeah. those more marketed processed right. foods. Yeah. So I, um, yeah. I it like even makes a there. suggestion on the website, which I love. It's, it um, tells people to download software that blocks advertising and pop-ups. Huh. I was, uh, and I, cool. I don't think that's like a common suggestion, but Whoa. it's definitely a good one. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of using food labels, I like that they included that. Um, but again, you obviously need more information than that. Like yeah. just use food labels. You need to learn how to use a food label. So That is one big thing. And maybe we'll get into this more later. But like they, the food guide talks about food skills when you read about it online. Right. There's, a, there's a section that discusses what a food skill is, which is basically like not only un- being able to like understand a food label being able to understand what the ingredients do or or mean for you but also like chopping cooking frying you know those are all food skills yeah, absolutely. and they range from like 
the physical act of actually cooking something to the knowledge around nutrition. Yeah. And the food guide assumes you have a lot of food skills. Yeah, it does. You're right. Which I think is a bit of a shame. But but I maybe what my generation our generation is going to miss is the fact that like all the grade 4 students in the country are going to be learning about the food guide in a much more intimate way. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. maybe we have the privilege of being able to like read more about it. Um, but other populations, especially the younger generation, which maybe wouldn't be able to do that independently, I think this is part of their school curriculum. I yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, that I, I especially because it just says like choose whole grain foods, which is fine. But like, I don't know. I, and I even had to learn myself, like the difference between uh, bread that has like whole grain in yeah. it versus just like whole wheat bread. Yeah. Those are yeah. like different things yep. to have the whole grain in the yeah. in the product. Uh, and there's yeah, so many so more like subtle things yeah, people that people don't, don't know. That know. Stuff. And yeah, so like I said, using food labels or um, cooking, even cooking at home. Oh like, my God. Yeah. I, some people just don't know. Some yeah. people just never learned, which yeah. is not their fault, but they just never learned. Yeah. So um, it is, it's assuming a lot of that stuff. And a lot of these, a lot maybe some of these foods that are represented in the, they, what they call their eat well plate, their mm-hmm. balanced plate, are things that like require food skill to consume. Yes, agreed. Like I, unless you're just eating it like when it's like jelly, you have to like know how to cook tofu and know how to drain it and salt it properly. For sure. Yeah, even like beans a lot of times. Sure. Like you got to soak them and boil them and stuff yeah. like that if and you're buying dry beans absolutely yeah, it's exactly. like a two-hour process yeah. Yeah. or overnight in some cases yeah but yeah so that's that is one thing that i find kind of problematic about the food guide in as much as i love its simplicity i don't know how accessible it is for some people interesting yeah it almost puts like it almost makes more people need to like I don't know, seek professionals. Or, lo- you know what I mean? Like and it puts that's more good. responsibility yeah. on professionals to help, but it's also like, how are people going to know that? No, I know. And then goes, like, you know what I mean? The it's- structural barriers of like being able to like see a professional yeah, you know, yeah. on top of all that. I think there's also some other, maybe we can get into like a few things that we think it misses. Yeah, totally. Um, there's some other things I thought of as well. So did you watch the CBC Marketplace doc about... Um, buying groceries up north like in the territories um i've i don't it's really interesting and i think it's available think for I people have. to watch online for I, free in school we watched like when i was in my oh interesting I, there's out? a much more recent one okay i haven't seen that one. um and if you just go to cbc marketplace you'll definitely be able to find it um it talks about food availability and pricing yep uh for people up north which if, if people don't know if they're listening Buying groceries up north is completely different than buying it in the provinces. The groceries have to get flown in. The groceries have to get flown in. The pricing is completely different. It is true that there are some rebates, but they don't apply in, like, from what I understood, a very sensible way. Um, So it is it is definitely harder to shop for foods that the food guide would recommend, Absolutely. I yeah. believe. so. Uh, it is, yeah. When your prices are objectively higher than the rest of the countries, like, what are you Way supposed higher. to do? yeah. So I, I thought that was kind of difficult. It, I also looked at, um, it, this is not on the physical copy, but online, if you go in and read, there's a section about um, eating healthy on a budget, which I was, like, impressed that they included. Okay. yeah. Um, but then... I don't know if I was generally happy with all the suggestions they made. So it says one tip is to check for flyers, coupons, etc. But I think we all know the stereotype of like a frazzled, stressed out parent, for example, maybe even a single parent. Yeah. Some people don't have the privilege of having the time to like price out the different deals in the city when they're right. buying groceries they have to go buy the groceries yeah you don't have get the, the kids to from daycare or like go to work the flyers no yeah so i think that's kind of hard especially when it's likely that like people who are underprivileged are also going to be underprivileged in more than one way not just financially but like the time and the yeah you know being able to the transportation to like get groceries or or they suggest like go choose a different supermarket that's cheaper mm-hmm. okay but that might involve like here it, where we live that involves crossing the bridge paying the toll to go to yeah. 
wherever whatever it's called the the discount grocery store um no frills yeah that's yeah. it um you know what i mean it, this can be difficult for some people and i think they totally i'm not saying they ignore that but they're giving generalized statements generalized suggestions that don't really apply mm-hmm. to everybody yeah um it also says this one like bothers me because it says to stock up on things and freeze them good good tip I can't afford a deep freezer, and I definitely don't have a place for it in my apartment that's the ceiling is crumbling. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> and even being a, being able to afford to stock up on things that, is yeah, like... Yeah, exactly. Like, e- yeah, I don't know. Even as a, like, I feel very privileged to be able to, you know, yeah. buy the groceries that I want every week. But Me at too, this, yeah. like, I still have, sometimes when I see a deal, I'm like okay, but if I buy three of these, like I'm spending this much money and, right. and I didn't budget for that this week. So like then to think of someone who's, right. um, you know, like living below the poverty line or right around it, it's like, they're not like, they can't just stock up on the 97 cent a pound chicken. Yeah. They exactly. don't have the space. Yeah. Yeah. For that. Yeah. Um, it, they do say something, um, which I thought was interesting, um, which is to shop based on what's in season. I think that's good. That, but that also like requires a food skill. You have to totally. like understand to like, know. when tomatoes yeah. are in, or like whether they're greenhouse, whether they're heirloom, yeah. or like know when we like get our shipments of citrus, and yeah, and that can affect pricing. So understanding that might be able to help your budget. Right. But it all it requires knowledge. Yeah. Um, it also says to choose. So we talked about this: choose plant-based proteins protein foods more often. Yeah. Which may be true that like it can help your budget. But um, this is just like some interesting tidbit. I read this in an article a while back. But because of the way that the market is going with this huge shift to plant-based protein, the projections from like people who do that kind of thing are that meat is going to end up becoming cheaper, cheaper. per weight right. than right. Veg- some certain vegetables are going right. to be. So anyway, I think overall, like they do try, you know, to bridge some of the the barriers, the structural barriers that people might face to eating well or yeah. eating nutritiously. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely not perfect. And I, I guess maybe we can't expect perfection, but... No, I don't... Th- I think that's a good point. I don't think we can expect perfection. Like, there's never going to be a food guide that works, works for perfectly yeah. for everyone. Um, it's really, really hard um, to do that. Um, one thing I also want to kind of touch on, and... It's a critique, but it's also, like, I understand that there's, like, it's really hard to kind of find a solution for. Um, in turn, It's also kind of, so when you look at the protein foods and the vegetable or fruit and vegetables, um, a lo- like, some of the protein foods are, like, could fit in more than one category. Or, like, yes, they have protein, but, like, they're actually more dense in fat, right? Like, nuts, um, like, they're included in the protein foods, but, like, they actually, like, yes, they have protein in them, but they don't have as much protein as, like, beans and legumes do. Like, they have... If I'm not wrong, you could throw them in with fruit, couldn't you? I, I mean, I guess is that the, the other, other one you might throw them in? No, I, I, I mean, there's oh, not a group okay. that they oh, could go oh, in, but okay. they're actually, you know, more of a source of like healthy fats. Right. And right, same right. with like avocado. Like, yes, it could be a fruit and vegetable, but like if you filled up half your plate with avocado, you're not like right. You know what I mean? You're you're not you're probably not getting um, the nutrients that they're aiming for you to get by filling up your plate with fruits, half fruits and vegetables. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so that's a little bit of a critique, and like even. Even beans and legumes and things like that, they're also a source of carbohydrates. No, they're not a grain, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so you know what I mean? Um, just a little critique. I, I guess I, mean, I don't have a solution for it. Yeah. I think it's hard to find a solution for that. I mean, partly it's the fact that it's so reductionist, the approach that they take. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just so another thing I wanted to kind of touch on about the no serving sizes is like, some people might be like, wait, well, like, how do I know how to like, quantify if i'm eating enough or if i'm not eating enough and things like that or or um i don't know i think that the general message is like that plate model and it's like if you're if you're shaping your plate like 
you know, aiming for half fruits and vegetables, a quarter protein foods and a quarter um, grains, then you're like, you're doing, I don't know, you're doing a good job and you're, you're, you're on track to meeting your nutrition needs and um, to if me, you balance it out like that. Exactly. It does yeah. read very much like nutrition needs, like hopefully you're going to get enough fiber and protein and carbs to like keep you going through Yeah, the day. exactly. So you don't need to aim for a number, but it's just like... I don't know. It's just a model that you're trying to kind of shape your plate like, which I like. like I, yeah. And it's not – I just like that this food guide really kind of stepped away from like hard and fast numbers and yeah. rules and things like that because that's not practical. Um, no one's going to live their life like that. And if they are, it's not going to be something that's enjoyable or sustainable. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I like that it's just kind of a model that, you know, that we're encouraged to follow. And maybe I should give – uh, whoever wrote that Health Canada article, some credit. Uh, I did just find in my notes about the holiday eating. They, uh, there's, a, I took a quote from it. They say, they do say, regardless of all the other suggestions, eating foods you like without judgment can help develop a healthy attitude oh, about food, nice. which is yeah. good and true. Yeah. I get they. I guess they do a good job of like being uh, a government body yeah. that is giving out, you know, regulatory suggestions. Yeah. Which, like, uh, of which, of course, I believe exercise has a place. Totally. It's just, like, reading it with, like, in the same article as, like, holidays and, like, reading Choose Healthy Options in the holiday page kind of made me feel like, okay, like, is it a bit preachy? You know what I mean? But I guess those, having a healthy, well-rounded lifestyle has a place in every part of our life. And maybe, like, what they could have done to, like, go a step further is, like, your exercise or your movement can look different from somebody else's. Your body can look different from yeah, somebody else's. Yeah, that's another thing is like they didn't really touch no. on any sort of like, and maybe they didn't want to get into it, but maybe like they didn't. weight stuff or body positivity and stuff like that. And, yeah. You know, they didn't touch on anything. That is like a that huge thing guide. that's missing from yeah. this actually. If if they are making the effort to like be of the times and address things yeah. like social media marketing, yeah, they why sh- not address this huge problem that we have of like weight stigmatization? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, take that, Health Canada. Call <laughs> us next time. Call us. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, anything else to add on this one? No, I'd love to see the next uh, food guide in 27700 when it comes out because <laughs> it takes so long for them to come out with a new one. It does, yeah. I mean, I guess there's a lot of reviewing yes. and, and, yeah. and evidence. And we'll have to be it, called, so. of course. I'm yes. fielding all these we'll calls. We'll be waiting. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So thank you guys for listening to that. If you have any questions, um, you can reach us in a lot of different ways you can um, you can email us you can dm us yeah all that stuff Please. um but before we sign off i guess we should talk about what's been tasty for us this mm, week what has been tasty for you Hannah? okay so i okay i have a non-food one this week so i'm really excited okay oh um, my god me too you go you wow okay yeah, yeah. so i actually wasn't sure what i was going to talk about until really last night it like hit me like oh i know exactly what i'm talking about um I watched this movie the other night. Pat and I watched it together, and it was on Amazon Prime or Prime Video, or video, whatever. whatever they call it. Yeah, and it was an Amazon Prime original, and it's called Britney Runs a Marathon. Oh, okay. You, I think it's Britney. Um, let me Google it really quick. Yeah. Um, Britney Runs a Marathon. I might have heard of. Oh, it, oh, yes, yes, yes. It has the funny comedian in it yeah. it's a comedian yeah she the she's the woman. from workaholics i haven't seen workaholics. okay cool yeah she's blonde <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah she's really funny um so she's the main character and it starts so the preview was like starts off with her like being this like funny like funny girl who goes out a lot and kind of has these like unhealthy habits like you know she looks like she engages in recreational drugs and she drinks a lot and you know sleeps late and you know she's she appears to be she's not taking care of herself but she's definitely having a social life yeah exactly and and then it kind of cuts to her at the doctor's office and the doctor's saying like your your bmi is like talking about her bmi being too high and like just saying to her, you need to lose fifty five pounds, and then her Whoa. right, okay, just right. This is, and this is just like the trailer, and then she's like, kind of like, oh god, okay. So she like, and then it like shows her like, 
I'm going to run a marathon. Okay. And then, um, or like just, she goes for one run and then she, it feels good. And she's like, I'm going to run a marathon. Mm. And so it kind of previews her like in her marathon training and kind of the ups and downs. And, um, and initially I, I said to Pat, I was like, I want to watch this. I was like, I want to critique it yeah, yeah, because I was like, there was all these red flags, like yeah. the, you know, the doctor just being like, you need to lose 55 pounds, yeah, like yeah. just saying that. And then, um, and, and then she goes essentially on this marathon training, which is a, like a weight loss journey as well. Like sure. she's doing the, it looks like she's doing the marathon training to lose weight. Um, so I was like, I want to watch this. And yeah, so we watched it and it starts out exactly like that. And I was, I was getting kind of angry. Like the, you know, she, she goes to the doctor. I don't want to give all that away, but she goes yeah. to the doctor. It looks like as a way she's, she wants to get a prescription for Adderall. Okay. And like, she's like complaining about not being able to focus and it's comedic. And, and she's like, I can't focus. And my friend got a prescription for Adderall yeah, and it, yeah. and it really helped. And the doctor's like, you know, I get people all the time coming in trying to get prescriptions <laughs> okay. for Adderall so they can use it recreationally. And she's like, <gasps> wait, do people what? use Adderall like? I don't know. As I think drug? so. We're not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Exposed. I'm such a square. <laughs> so, I, I think so. Okay. But, um, but to like, I don't think hard. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh my God. Anyway. I'm like frantically Googling. <laughs> so, but then the, so the doctor basically like sh shuts her down, but then says, Oh, like looking at your weight, your BMI is in like the, I don't think he says a category, but mm. he's like, your BMI is 31, 32, and it should be 25. And like okay. just says that. And I'm like rolling my eyes. Yeah. And then, and then he just spits out, um, so you need to lose 55 pounds. And she's like making jokes about it. She's like, that's the size of a, a husky. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to pull a medium sized dog off my body. <laughs> Anyways, um, and then he's like, yep, diet and exercise and, and lose, lose 55 pounds. You should watch it. And so I was like fuming. I'm like, this doctor literally just spat out, you need to lose 55 pounds instead yeah. of like easing into the topic. And then he goes, just with diet and exercise, like all he says is, yep, change your diet yeah. and start exercising. Diet and exercise. So Like easy. no guidelines yeah. whatsoever. So I was pissed about Diets that because that was really not yeah, patient centered. And it was very just like, I don't know. Um, wrong i mean wrong like, yeah. yeah okay so she finds running and she gets into running and she meets some friends running and and she decides she wants to run a marathon and, and the whole time you know it shows her training and and other parts of her life too but and then occasionally she'll step on the scale and the weight will be going down and she's happy and she you know she's she keeps going mm -hmm. um and you know she says no to a lot of foods because she's on this weight loss journey like her friend will be like do you want to get ice cream and she's like you can like mm. I'll come with you but no or things like that and she's turning things down she's not going out for drinks anymore because she's got to run in the morning and stuff oh, like that so it's okay. like it's dedication but it's also starting to seem a little restrictive yeah. um and so I was like not sure how to feel about it I'm going on a tangent here so no I love it um but then anyways it kind of like gets to a point where um she one one point in the movie she's having a bit of a falling out with some of her friends and she's going through a tough time. She's still in the marathon training. She, she steps on the scale and she's like gained three pounds. You know, she's already, she's, she's lost like 50, but now she's gained three pounds. Okay. And she's like, Oh no. And like, you just look on her face. She's so disappointed. She immediately like puts on her sneakers and like goes out for a really hard wow. run. She comes home steps right back on the scale okay no change yeah she puts her sneakers back on and goes out and for another run and like i was just sitting there like i can relate to yeah that. like i absolutely i did shit like that before yeah. like i would like you know not to that extent but like exercise multiple times in the day because i saw a number on the scale i didn't yeah. like or things like that so i really related at that point and i was like feeling really bad for her and i was like it, it, I don't know. It's just kind of showing that she got to this disordered place of in course. her weight loss journey and she ends up getting injured. Which, like, when you start out going on like a diet yeah. and exercise regimen for the sake of losing weight specifically, you're likely to end up there. Yeah. And like, and it's so challenging because it's so motivating at the start and, you know, you're feeling really good. And, and is that from the exercise and the diet changes or is that because the weight's going down on the scale? Like, it ends up like she, um, you know, she achieves this like healthy lifestyle, but she stops obsessing about 
the number on the scale and and um needing to get up for a run in the morning and so she can't eat this or do that or whatever and it just the last scene of the film is her like winking like eating an ice cream cone is like what i well, imagine i'm not gonna <laughs> spoil it but um it ends up working out for her and like i just thought it was really i was really really happy with the ending Love like that. i um i was so skeptical at the start She's like eating a donut at the finish line of right or um <laughs> and and yeah i was really nervous about it at first i guess because i thought that it was going to be it's a movie. A lot of people are going to watch this and, mm-hmm. and, and it's a comedy. And I was really scared about the messages that it was going to be sending, like from the trailer, like the, the right. doctor saying you need to lose weight and her immediately jumping on a weight loss train and then her losing weight and things like that. And I was like, what is this going to send to like vulnerable people? You know what I mean? Um, are they going to jump on a weight loss journey because they see this girl doing it and running a marathon or right. like, but it ended up like coming back around and and showing that it's not all about the number on the scale and it's about nice. being happy and taking care of yourself and things like that sounds so, like a good movie it was good anyways yeah. that was really really long. i I'm love sorry. that thank you for sharing that okay, no oh my you. gosh i love that i love that i um i, I definitely i will watch it um uh sorry i'm just smiling because it's funny uh, my uh tasty thing also came to me last night okay in bed (laughs) even though it was something that i'd experienced before and just like you it was a thing of media about a woman trying to feel confident wow yeah so um what it was was um what's been tasty to me this week was um uh uh, Thomas and I have been watching Drag U. Okay, you yeah, uh, just from you. I have Drag University. Seen it. Yeah, you told me about it. Um, so basically, they RuPaul had this like spinoff show off of Drag Race where uh, they would get three contestants who would be competing for a sum of money, but the three contestants, which like to me felt like a fake, like they just like had an an ad out in Hollywood for like whatever, like random actress or actor wanted who wanted to like come be on a show to like play this character of like somebody who lacks confidence who through learning from a drag queen how to be fabulous and glamorous regains their confidence they put on a new outfit and they do a lip sync so i was like okay this is like fake whatever let me just like enjoy this fake show for what it is it's reality tv like trash yeah and then there was there was this one episode that made me like rethink the whole thing. I don't know if like the producers really got me, but <laughs> if they did, like good for them because um this one person well the whole episode was kind of dramatic, but like this one uh person in particular who was on the show who was a contestant was this um I, I don't even think like middle aged like adult uh woman. She's a, a lesbian and she works in she works like as like a like a construction manager, okay, construction site manager. Like she oversees like construction project sites. manager, yeah, kind of thing. yeah. And um, she she had a bunch of like um, talking heads, like just a camera, yeah. Where I guess the producers would ask her questions, yeah. and she just like she started crying, like she's just like lacks so much confidence, and she's like in this male dominated industry, and she like feels like she's always trying to like fight to be this like butch person so that she Mm. can like gain some respect from those men but at the same time she just like wishes she could be like the feminine person she feels like Mm. she is inside and um she struggles with that so much and she talked about how like her father abandoned them as a kid and her mother was an alcoholic and she lived in like all this poverty she was just like weeping it it was so emotional for me to see that it was like and it, it reminded me that that like confidence and like just like in this movie is such like a big part of everybody's life like and if you lack confidence for whatever reason like that can just affect your day-to-day so much and affect how you see yourself Mm -hmm. and i just like felt for her so much and it was so beautiful on the show like the tasty part for me was to see her like her in her drag persona and she was like this like 70s like go-go girl and she like gave this amazing lip sync. She ended up winning. Wow! And, um, you could just like see she was like a completely different person. Yeah. And I, I don't know if like a reality TV show can change your life, but like I don't know the way they edited this episode. Like it really <laughs> seemed to me like it was real. Yeah. Um, and that was just like so tasty to me. 
I don't know, see someone like rekindle、mm. their love for themselves, like despite all of the strife that they might have went through in their life、right. and that they're going through currently. So yeah, very similar. Yeah, tasty, really、things. similar. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> yeah. All right.、Um, well, thank you guys for listening again this week. Rate, like, subscribe. Yeah, do all that. Comments. DM、um, us. Yeah, we want to hear from you. We want to see your ratings, your reviews.、Um, yeah, we just want to connect with you guys.、So. Hannah McGee underscore RD. That's for、me. fabulous stories all the time. Oh, I love watching you. your stories on Instagram. Oh, thank you! Amazing, and your posts, of course. Thank you, Tarek Nuro.、Um, yeah, hit us up. We'd love to hear from you.、Uh, we're coming to a town near you soon. Just kidding, <laughs> but I'm, I'm putting、That's、that. That's our、uh, dream. I'm manifesting. Yeah,、it. we're putting it out in the universe. We're going. Call on it. Tour. Tell us where you want us to go. Tell your university that、yeah. you want to have us do a live、and、podcast. We'll come do a guest period. We'll answer questions from the audience. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll be a blast. Absolutely. All right, guys, we will see you next week. Oh, I miss them already. We、Hannah. miss you. <laughs> Bye.